0: Cinebuds is supported by Associated Bank. Cinebuds, Cinebuds, two buddies, buddies talking about cinema. Uh oh. This is Cinebuds. I'm Justin Barney from 889 Radio Milwaukee. I'm Christopher Pollard from Milwaukee Film. And today we are talking about the new horror movie, X. Farmer's Daughter, take one. I need to be famous, Wayne. All the best people are. There
1: ain't nobody else out there like you. you know what? X is the new slasher film from director Ty West. It's about a group of young filmmakers who set out to make an adult film mm-hmm. in Texas in a small, small town. And the elderly couple that hosts them, uh, it takes a bit of a turn. Some people want to kill some people. Some people don't want to be killed.
0: It is a uh, gruesome horror movie yeah. set in a remote landscape where you know most everybody dies. Yeah, and you know that from the first scene.
1: You know that because it is a slasher film. <laughs> you know because it people, is a, shall be <laughs> people shall be slashed. People shall be slashed. Christopher, what did you think of X? So I think it's interesting for us to upfront and please correct me if I'm wrong, to say that this is not our expertise. Uh, 100%. This is, a, And this is a genre of film that people are either really passionate about yes. or they're dismissive of. Yes. I feel like I'm not in either of those categories. I'm not super passionate about them, but I don't dismiss them because I know that they're like a whole sub-genre and to be respected. Yeah. So having said all that, I will say this is a good one of these. Wow. We are just on the same page right
0: <laughs> now. We are on the same page. I got out of the movie and I was like, do I ever just want to be stressed out for two hours and then scared for two weeks? Yeah. Like, no. No. It is, I'm like, this is not what I go to movies for. Yeah. I would. I never desire
1: to see this kind of movie. But I was like, that was a good version of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's interesting. And I've said this before. Let's say a romance novel. Yeah. It's not my cup of tea, but like a Harlequin straight up romance novel. Mm-hmm. But then you get like um, Octavia Butler to write it or Kurt Vonnegut decides, I'm going to do a romance. Right. I'd be interested. In right. So when A24 right. picks up a slasher movie, that is something I'm interested in because I feel like they're going to be a little bit different. It, to me, it just seemed like a slightly elevated version, but without losing all the gore and – Jokes, I mean, not jokes, but the humor that's implicit in a slasher film.
0: And also, a lot of horror slasher movies just want to like beat you over the head with it and start. And I thought that this movie did a a great job of what like the best horror movies do (laughs) is just like build suspense. Yeah. And this, it didn't give it didn't give it all to you right away it like starts and then it's like one day ago so like you know that like in one day like all this yeah, stuff right. is gonna happen and so you're just kind of waiting for it it really teases it out when the action comes it hits yeah. it's gory it's gruesome it's stressful it's, funny. it's scary it's funny yeah I laughed a lot um, I think if you are if you like this kind of movie you will like X
1: or you won't because we don't know what you like true <laughs> I'm just hedging my bet. There. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. We're going to talk
0: more about X uh, after the break. So stick around. Support for CineBuds comes from your membership in Associated Bank. Proud supporter of Milwaukee Film and offering support year-round through Milwaukee Film Checking. More about Associated Bank's commitment to the Milwaukee community at AssociatedBank.com. Member FDIC. We all wish we can find a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, but have you ever considered that there might be one at the end of your driveway? That car, truck, or boat you don't need could power hours of your favorite on-air programming when you donate it to Radio Milwaukee. Pickup is free, and you can qualify for a tax deduction. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org cars to learn more. And we're back. Hello, we're back talking about X. X is directed by Ty West. And you want to yeah. give us a little insight into Ty West? What else he's
1: done? And- yeah, he's done a bunch of stuff. He's done House of the Devil, I think, is his most famous one. Uh, but he also did the AB. He was part of the ABCs of Death and VHS were so- sort of like uh, uh, short films put all put together by different uh, horror directors. Uh, he also did v- the valley of violence which is a western but he does he 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 relishes the violence and the gore and the intensity of these movies some of his films have been you know well received some just kind of tank i mean he's kind of like in the between but he is known for this kind of thing yeah um but yeah i think and i think this is one of the better of his films i think personally. so too
0: and yeah. this story so it's uh it's a group of people that are making and Adult film, they are, and they X-rated film X. Hence the title. Hence the title. Um, They go out to a remote house in remote Texas. Which, like, if you're gonna have a slasher movie, you gotta go to a a house out in the woods.
1: Yeah. They touch on. They got a lot of the big uh, themes from most slasher movies. You got the country, yes, which is always portrayed as. Uh, crazy killers out there. Right. You got what a happens w- at night? Weird old couple.
0: Yeah. And so then the, you know, the, there's this group of people that are making the adult film. And then there is a couple inside the house that, um, the like the, the, the thing about this movie is that the, you know, they are the, the villains. They are this, like, you know, the scary people in the house. Right. And they are very old. And that is the dynamic is like, the dynamic between between young and old is really the thing that yeah. propels this movie.
1: They're also uh it's seems to be seventies, I would say. Seventies yeah. era. There's yeah. you've got a lot of that theme, which again harkens back to maybe a heyday of a slasher film. Yeah. Seventies. Which I really like that part of it too.
0: And I, I don't want to get like too far into it. There is a bit of me that like wants to go into the like the central motives of <laughs> yeah. the you know of the slashers in this, um, but we don't want to spoil too much. Um, the things that I really did like about this movie is how it it creates suspense. There's there's just like I think the the worst horror movies just like give it to you right away. And uh, are like, here's all the scary stuff. We want scary stuff to happen right away. Big flash, big, you know, loud wow. jump scare. And this movie did a really great job of building the suspense of being like, what is this old couple doing? What is their motive? Right. What do they want? And really stretching that out for as long as possible. And also, I think the cinematography is great. There was a couple, there was like, I think that that was what was really great the, about you're it. You're
1: right. Like that's, that's really the one thing that elevated it. Yeah. For the most part, because a lot of the movie is just hearkening back. Yeah. That's the thing, and I'll, I'll say this, and I'm not I'm not getting off topic. I don't think <laughs> I, when I watch a slasher movie that's made today, mostly, and this is the case with this too, it's they're they're very self aware because you kind of have to be self aware. To make that movie now. Totally. So you know you're always hearkening back to this thing. Yeah. To this history of it. Yeah. When they were more earnest, actually. Yeah. And didn't realize that it was kind of silly, but in a fun way. Now, it's always front of mind when you're doing it, and that's the case here, too, which is still fun. Yeah. But the added layer is someone who's actually making, like, shooting it in a nice way adding the tension with the camera but also adding these like stylistic flares these transitions between scenes where they just flash back and forth between the end of one scene the beginning of another visually is really cool huge shots from above where you see someone being trailed and you're like oh i can see it off in the distance it's God, really good those scenes from above were yeah.
0: just so good and there's i i think one of my favorite camera motions in this was like she goes to the end of this pier and It starts on her really close and yeah. then it zooms back, yeah. That's the one and you that's see, a good like the whole water. That was that was just so good. And of course, there's like the eerie camera work of like somebody being like a little close to the camera, and you
1: are like, oh, you know, something's you gonna pop out, something's yeah, yeah. behind them, <laughs>
0: and that, that just funny. like nagging suspense. Yeah, I thought it uh. I thought that it did really well.
1: I also liked the humor in the film. is really nice. Again, when you're very aware of what you're doing, that's going to add a fun element. So all the characters are real over the top. The main kind of ringleader of it is he's a real good old boy with a real handsome good old boy, but he's always smiling, trying to be positive. And then you have the ingenue, and you have like the girl who's hesitant, and she's morally confused, but then she's like, oh, no, I'm on board. And she turns the tables. I think it's funny that a friend of mine was saying that his kid – Britney Snow is like one of his her favorite actresses because of the pitch perfect movies and some of the other like the early Disney ish kind of family friendly stuff. Sure. Does. And he said, Yeah, I really gonna try to avoid her seeing this for as long as possible. It's yeah. so very different. Yeah. It it is. She plays a a porn star and uh, she's very outspoken. She's actually really funny in it. She is I liked nice. her character. And you've got Kid Cudi in it? Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Um,
0: and a lot of just like great porn jokes.
1: Yeah. A lot of, yeah, a lot of good porn <laughs> jokes. And the, the fun, I mean, another theme of a Slash film is you got gratuitous nudity, nudity. Yeah. Uh, or nudity. <laughs> nudity. It's nudity, nudity. Um, which is, isn't as gratuitous in this because it's usually played for laughs. Right. I mean, there's some sexiness happening, but some of it is just funny nudity. Um, but Kid Cudi is a part of that, in a lot of it. And he's really funny. He plays a ex-marine. He's very honorable. He's mm. very helpful to this old man, who, of course, you know somebody wants to kill him. Um, but yeah, I like those elements of it too. They did a great job. Yeah, yeah. It's a. It's. I think it's for slasher fans. I hope you'll like it. You would know better than I would because this is yours, not mine. Same. Because
0: uh- <laughs> <laughs> I still like. Like I
1: got to the end and I was like. It's just never a movie
0: I decided to see, yeah, I and I was like, and I was like, wow. I, I hope that Christopher really comes with like a different perspective because yeah. nope. I <laughs> I think that like on paper that's a good movie. It is never a movie that
1: yeah, it's that just I am not my like cup of tea. Though I am glad I saw it because it was fun. I w- I, I had a good time watching it. You I like a
0: resident horror expert.
1: We do. You know, there's a I have a friend who does a podcast called Bloody Good Horror. Hmm. I, I d- default to them, for sure. Yes. But I will say that as I've gotten older, I have a lower threshold for gore, so I do find myself close, like legit closing my eyes. I think I have a higher threshold. Yeah, I would think it would be, because I've right. seen it in films right, 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 where right. I'm like, it's you no know, big deal, but it's so real now that I'm like, I and, get grossed out.
0: And the gore in this movie is good, because the gore it, is, is intense, yeah. it is real. Yeah. Okay, um, X...
1: If it is your kind of thing, go see it. All right, Christopher, what else have you been watching? You go first this time for a change of pace.
0: Well, I was at South by Southwest, and I and then I have been recovering some from South by. So I honestly have not. I watched oh, Spencer, yeah. and... Uh, I am glad that I watched Spencer, yeah. but I fell asleep during Spencer. Oh, so. well, that
1: happened. Well, instead of uh, what have you been watching, what did, what was a, can, can we get a sneak peek of what you've been listening to at uh, South by Southwest? The best
0: thing that I saw was Sasami. And Sasami released this album, Squeeze, this year. We've been playing the song The Greatest. Yeah. And uh, um, her Sasami's mother is was ethnically Korean, but raised in Japan. And this... This album visually is all inspired by Japanese folklore. Okay. And so it's very, very visual. And at South By, it is like, you know, there are performance artists, you know, and she is like, she had all of, she dressed up in this like big costume with this like harness. She had this like translucent guitar. And then her drummer, her bassist and her guitar player all wore these like kind of like sasquatch kind of suits. <laughs> oh. So they were dressed up as these like kind of like swamp like creatures of mythical Japan. Yeah. And then she did like all of these like she put her hands up by her face and like okay. was like demonic Japanese folklore was yeah. the image. At one point her uh guitar uh cable came out and she like she threw it out into the audience and she was like, throw it back, throw it back, throw it back. And then once some guy grabbed it, she like had this like look on her face and she like reeled him in and she like pulled him like super close to the audience and like just like freaked him out. It was it was such a wild performance and it was so fun. They had like a costume change in the middle of the performance. Yeah. And it was like the album is very like inspired by like metal. So it's like very oh. like like new metal. And it was uh it was just like a wild performance, wild costuming, Japanese folklore, sasami
1: favorite. That is the kind of show I would like to go to. I don't see a ton of shows. Right. The ones I love to go to, uh Flaming Lips and yeah. Arcade Fire. I was very surprised at this. Uh, yeah. St. Vincent. Where they're very theatrical, yeah. where they do more than just sing their songs and do their thing. They add a whole thing behind it and all these elements that I really like. Totally. So that sounds like right up my alley. It was. It was great. Well, I'm going to go also, I'm not going to go for a film this this time either. I'm going to go for a TV show and a book. Okay. TV show As and As you book. know, I'm obsessed with comedians right now and especially British comedians. Always. So I read, a mo- uh, I read a book called I read a Backstory. <laughs> I read a movie. Intellectually, academically. And then I, I I read a book called Backstory, which is uh, a memoir of David Mitchell. David Mitchell is a very funny, very uh, seemingly uptight and very smart and and pedantic uh, kind of character. But he's very, very funny. Him and Robert Webb uh, had a very famous show called Peep Show that was a real big. Fantastic in, show. Yeah, it's such a good show. Olivia Coleman. Olivia Colman, yeah, it was one of her first starts. And even before this, on this sketch show, which almost happened parallel to Peep Show, they had a sketch show called That Mitchell and Webb Look. Mm. And Olivia Colman also appeared on that quite a bit and their previous incarnation before that. Uh, Because they all went to school. I read about Olivia Colman. He used to call her Collie. Everyone called her Collie back then. Wow. And her real name was Sarah, not Olivia. Wow. Yeah. Uh, But um, That Mitchell and Webb Look is a hilarious sketch show. It's one of my favorites. You can find pieces of it on YouTube, but I need to own them. Yeah. The only way to do that is to get a region-free DVD player and then buy those DVDs. A region-free yeah, DVD Yeah, because player? in the U.S. I mean, has a there are DVDs have a certain code. You can play them. But if I got a U.K. DVD, I couldn't play it. What? Same with Australia. Same with a lot of regions of the world. Yeah, it's a very annoying thing for... Wow. For uh, for movie lovers okay. to contend with. And then someone came up with a region free plays any region, but you got to get that specific Incredible. kind of DVD player, which I am now heavily considering getting just to watch my favorite, one of my favorite sketch shows. I love that. Yeah. So the book is really good and very funny. Um, I also read Robert Webb's book. I'm obsessed with both of them, which was really good uh, as well. A lot of overlap in their story because they've had a double act f- since college. Right, They were in Footlights at Cambridge, which is essentially, Footlights is like the Groundlings or Second City here, but it's attached to a school. Yeah. A lot of huge names came yeah. out of that. Anyway. All right. Really dug in it. Love it.
0: Great. Uh, this has been Cinnabuds. Cinebuds is edited by DJ Kenny Perez. The
1: DJ Kenny Perez. That is
0: the one. Our theme song is from walking musician Brett Newske. The News. The newsk. The new-sk. Uh, we get support from Associated Bank. I've heard of them. We also get support from our members from 88, 9, Radio, Milwaukee, Milwaukee Film.
1: I know all their names by heart.
0: And um, uh, the film festival is coming up, and we're going to talk about that soon, too. Oh, so yeah. um, CineBuds Live yeah. coming at you. Well, Follow true. us that's on true. Instagram at CineBuds Podcast. And uh, finally, the old man to my old lady. Uh, <laughs> Christopher
1: power, The one central toothed old man. Yes.
0: Christopher, <laughs> do you want to do Spoilia Dish?
1: Oh, yeah, let's do a on X. Dish. If you have time, yeah, let's do a Spoilia Dish.
0: All right, we got a couple more minutes. We're going to do Spoilia Dish on X. All right.
1: I love these, like, hidden tracks.
0: Yeah, this is a hidden track. This is after the credits. Because I just feel like there's more to talk about X. So, so we're going to spoil the movie X. We're going to talk about um, Central Theme. Christopher, you did not know that we were going to do this. I did. It a surprise. So, I just want to talk about, like, the motivations of the <laughs> characters. Sure. Because it's one of the... It's like, you can't talk about X without, you know spoiling that yeah and so the and i heard i one of my friends was like i didn't like the kind of like central conceit or the reason why these people are killing these people yeah and so it's like these this group of young people go to this texas house to make a porn film (laughs) and there's this old couple that's living there and at first you think it's going to be like oh they're mad that they're making a porn film and we're conservative disagree because there's
1: there's like a preacher playing on TV in the background. So you think there's some religious element to it.
0: Yes. And you think that like the old man is going to go out there and shoot them because you know, he's a prude, Yeah, but it's actually quite quite the opposite. The kind of like the, the, the overarching villain is the woman of the couple. And she like,
1: is horny. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny because I was just going to say
0: she's mad horny. She's mad horny, and she's jealous of these young people who are like flaunting it in their face, and she just she wants to be young again. Yeah. Or I don't know if I don't know if that's right. Does she want to be young again, or she is she like just, her husband? It's just like when yeah. you're old, people do not look at you sexually, right. and she wants. She wants to be lusted after again. She wants to feel that again. She wants to be treated how you are treated when you are beautiful and she is no longer beautiful. Yeah. And— I, some, I think some people had issue with that, and I thought that that was – if you could have a reason for people yeah. to kill somebody, like, that's – in a slasher movie, like, you got to have a reason. Yeah. You know, like, what re- reason is better than any others? I felt like the, you know, the jealousy of beauty and of lost beauty, I felt like was a, a tragic one that I think I know. was really good. I was going to
1: say, if anything, it's a little sad. Yeah. Like you can kind of – and there were moments where it's like she just wants – Someone to touch her and and you know be be and because and another important element is that her husband she even does try to uh, make out with her husband at one point which they really I mean just objectively they really gross him up for this they minute. really I mean, heavy gross prosthetics them up. they yeah, make sure yeah. that you are not going to be attracted to these people yes thus empathizing with the other, the other team right but she does want to have sex with her husband but her husband says he can't because of his heart right. they just kind of briefly mention that there's a reason that they won't right. Um, so there's that element, like, why can't you have sex with your husband? Well, because of that. Yeah. So, yeah, that is interesting. And that is an extra layer of it that I do like. And then, and then it just, but it's just so heightened. Her The first kill is hers. Yeah. And it's essentially because she hugs this man and tries to kiss him and he's really put off by it. He's considering the situation very polite about it, I thought. I thought so too, yeah. But she was ready for him to reject her because she yep. was packing a knife. Stabbed him really in the throat him up Repeatedly good. Got her rocks off there I Did will a little say, dance For a slasher movie, I feel like I can say Without being an expert, they, that was some good slashing That was some good slashing it And was after, excessive and kind of funny how much you kept doing it After the
0: first kill, I was like Wow, I really I kind of like really like a villain that you're pulling for you yeah. know, like a villain where you're like, all right, I get it. Yeah. You know, like I'm not mad at this villain. Like the villain isn't like pure evil. Right. You know, or the villain isn't like, um, uh, you know, has mental health issues. Yeah. It's like I I understood the pull of of the villain in a way that I like. I like that for the yeah. movie.
1: You don't really hate any of the of the the cast, the actors, no. and the the troop. They, none of them are really that bad. Any, I mean. There's a misstep here and there, of course. Yeah. Uh, the main guy, the cowboy hat guy, has you know a different take on women than sure. <laughs> what is more enlightened today. But compared to a lot of movies, not that bad. Not right. could have been worse. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you don't really want any of them to die. Um, but you also, yeah, in this situation, you kind of understand their motivation the, from the killer. So it's interesting. All right. The spoiler dish on X. Yeah. That's it. I hope you saw the movie or don't mind being spoiled. All right. Bye.